you have a big goal, you have to look at it one step at a time. The big goal is not done overnight. It's just you not quitting a bunch of times in a row. Hello, and welcome to the Method Makers podcast by Method Supply. Intentional conversations with incredible humans sharing their daily method. Today, Kaipo talks with entrepreneur Ryan Snedden. Ryan is the founder of The Daily Thread, a company that encourages people to be more adventurous and step outside of their comfort zone through the coolest email you'll get every morning. We hope you enjoy. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Method Makers podcast. I am your host, Kaipo Satello, and I am here with Ryan Snedden of The Daily Thread. What's up, Ryan? Hey, Kaipo. Thanks for having me today. For sure, man. Um, I'm really stoked to have you on here. We actually met through a mutual friend that connected us, and he said that you'd be an amazing person to interview and someone that really does have that daily method that we're looking to share. So I'm really excited for today. So Ryan, can you, um, can you share a little bit about yourself with us? Yeah, well, I am a uh, 23-year-old. I studied mechanical engineering in college. I finished school, got a job as a software consultant. Did that for about a year and then uh, quit to try and start my own company, hmm. uh, which is a media company that delivers everything through email. Wow. Can you, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So uh, do you know the company The Hustle? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So I love The Hustle. I'm very inspired by the founder of The Hustle and uh, heard him on a podcast, which is actually distributed by The Hustle. Hmm. And he went on there and told his own story. And I was like, man, that is so cool. If that guy can do this and he can get it up to that level. I mean, if I could get it to 1% of where they are, like I could live on that. Um, so that's, that's my goal. I'm trying to get to this to be something that provides an income that I can live on because I, uh, I don't think I'm capable of having a regular job. I know I've only had one for a year, but I, I just really can't do it. It's not for me. So you seem to be the type of person that does hard things, I guess the best way to say it. Um, you've been described as someone who does the harder things to get to a certain level of satisfaction and competency and just to get the most out of your day. Do you do that on purpose? Yeah, I really like trying new things. And I also really like trying hard things um, because things that most people don't want to do. I mean, like, I love trying new things. And I think I'm being I'm getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Before you started doing all these things before you went out on a limb and started to build your own company, the daily thread. What did you want to be when you were younger? Uh, when I was really young, I wanted to be a construction worker. I always loved watching uh, like Bob the Builder and videos <laughs> of big trucks and cranes. But that, that was, I mean, that was like six, seven years old. As I got older and older, um, I didn't really think about it very much until I got to high school. And then I was kind of getting into startup culture and seeing really cool companies come out of San Francisco. And so that's mm -hmm. kind of what I wanted to do. Um, but I didn't really know what that meant. I just knew I kind of wanted to build companies like that. That's that's kind of where I landed from a construction worker to trying to build a tech company. <laughs> that's uh, quite the jump right there. But I, I see a theme though. I mean, it sounds like you, you said that you majored in mechanical engineering. Uh, you wanted to be a construction worker when you were little. Now you want to build something great. It sounds like you want 
you're really interested in the building process of it. Um, it sounds like you're big into figuring out how things work and then figuring out how to make your own way and pave your own path to getting to where you want to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm really into it. I love building things. I do love figuring out how things work. I mean, like in a game, I always like to figure out the best strategy um, because I just like need to figure out how to win. Mm. And uh, that does result in lots of people not wanting to play games with me. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty good at figuring out those strategies. Mm. Um, but yeah, I love building things and figuring out how things work and just, you know, figuring out how can I win at this. Even if I shouldn't. <laughs> Even if you shouldn't. I love that. Yeah, that sounds- I, I, I like a good underdog story. <laughs> um, so moving sort of from your past and your ambitions from before into where you are today, um, Ryan, what is something that you do now that is worth sharing with the world? I think a really small thing that I don't do every day, um, but I try to do often and we talked about it a little bit earlier, is cold showers. Um, <laughs> most people would look at that and be like, uh, heck no, I'm, I'm never doing that um, because we're so used to taking warm showers. And I'm not going to lie, they feel really great. But <laughs> something about the, the hardness of taking a cold shower, it builds discipline. And I, I really think that unless you get like insanely lucky, you need discipline to do pretty much anything because um, you don't have to, start huge and it could be like you take a hot shower and you turn it cold for like five seconds at the end Um, but then that that hard thing becomes easier and easier every time we do it Hmm. to the point where now like i can take it all the time because i still like a warm shower especially in the winter time or when it's a little cold outside but that's that's just like a super small way to build discipline and for me that doing that hard thing makes it easier to try and build my company because in the very beginning of building a company that's and i mean for the whole time but especially in the beginning that's a really hard thing and so not saying no to that is really important and so if you're used to doing hard things you get better at not saying no to the things that you need to keep doing wow that's that's super insightful i have not thought of it in that respect so um you mentioned you mentioned building this company and from your mouth, what, what is the mission behind this company that you're trying to build? The mission is really to make people more interesting, adventurous. And then also it, it kind of started as totally more stylish. Mm-hmm. And I'm really just trying to write interesting stories that hopefully you haven't heard about, or you haven't heard this opinion on it or this direction of it. Huh. Uh, and so it try to expand your mind. I like to write about, things that are maybe up and coming or things that have gotten lost in the shuffle over time or or just things that are too small for most people to hear about but I I spend a ton of time on the internet in the dark corners researching and finding the things that haven't come to light yet and try to bring those to the people. So Ryan it sounds like you stay up to date with the trends and it sounds like you are pretty good about picking out the patterns um, about how these search engine things work and why things are trending and all that kind of thing. Why, why does that interest you? Uh, well, it really interests me from my business perspective. If these things are being searched for, but they're new and there aren't already like 
top players set in stone on the on the top three results of Google. Uh, my hope is that my page will be there and that will draw more people to sign up for my email every day. Um, and, and you say it's it's funny. You say it sounds like I'm good at finding these things and picking out uh, the winners. I'm really not. I uh, I'm just part of a, a few services that do that <laughs> for me uh, because I'm not. I don't pretend to be the world's greatest trend spotter. I'm trying to focus on being a better writer. Um, hmm. So I'm trying to focus on one thing at a time. But I do get and I'm part of groups that do that. And uh, some of them are pretty rough where they just kind of like throw out what they think's happening. And some of them are pretty uh, advanced and I actually pay for them where they take the information every day, lots and lots of data points, and then they format it once a week and send it out to you. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not good at getting the information myself, but I'm, I know where to go to get other people to send it to me. So you're, you're pretty, you're more so resourceful and then being able to synthesize what you find um, into something valuable and something meaningful that you think that can benefit other people in your, in your writing. Yeah, I would definitely say resourceful instead of smart. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe a little bit of both. Let, let's me in the middle right there, Ryan. Okay, so you've kind of delved into this a little bit um, with the cold shower conversation, which is absolutely fascinating. Um, in your daily life, I know you said that you do the hard things to make harder things be easier. Um, what are some of the things that you do in your daily life that are the hard things? I think right now the hardest thing is uh, just trying to wake up and, and write for the daily thread every morning because we're very early still. Um, and, you know, in the last two days, I lost 10% uh, of my email list unsubscribed. And so that's a really big disappointing moment. And mm. the really easy thing to do there is say, oh, well, no one cares and I'm out, I'm done. Uh, but the hard thing to do is say, no, these things happen. You're 10% down today. Maybe you'll be 2% up the next five weeks and you'll make it up for it. Um, so right now, I think that's definitely the hardest thing. Uh, the second hardest thing, probably a hard thing for most people, is uh, like actual working out. Uh, it's really easy for me to walk and go outside and hike, and I love to rock climb, but not as easy to do that stuff right now. Um, so like actual workouts are a little bit harder to come by. Um, so again, just saying, nope, this is a hard thing, but it's worth it. That's a That's another big hard thing in my life right now. Hmm. And again, these, these hard things, as you've described them, they, they're the things that aren't going to be glamorous. They're the things that are done in the dark almost, the things that no one sees. Um, people see the daily thread email every day and they're like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Someone wrote this. Um, but that, that's your grind. That's something that you go, get up and write and make sure you do. Um, and you're seeing how in the future that'll pay off and same thing with working out if you don't if you don't actually work out then your muscles kind of just give up on you essentially and then you won't be able to live as much of a full life as you probably could have so you do you seem to do these hard things and you said they'll be worth it can you go deeper into that and to say what makes what you do in your daily life worthwhile 
I think it's totally that thing that you mentioned. It's it will be worth it in the future. Um, it's kind of like it's it, I've heard it referred to as future dating your pain. Uh, so it's like you're paying for your pain now, but because you're doing that sacrifice, it's probably going to have a higher reward later in your life than if you do the easy thing now. So if you look at working out, the easy thing now is not to exercise. Um, and the, the hard thing that that might result in later in life is not just like not being fit, but like it could be actually living shorter because you're not as healthy of a person. And the um, with the daily thread thing, it's that risk to go out and build your own thing. If you put in all this work now, early, and you get a little lucky, you definitely have to get a little lucky, it could be more financially rewarding in the future than a regular job, just because there's really no limit to what it could do. No one's setting a salary for me. It's just how big can I grow it and how much can I make for myself? Hmm. So I really like the idea of future dating your pain. You know, I'm paying for it now, but the hope is that it'll pay out in the future. What gives you the idea that it will pay out though? <laughs> a lot of false confidence in myself. <laughs> Maybe not false confidence, um, but I really, I don't, I'm pretty good at thinking that what I do, um, it's just always going to work, even if it won't or shouldn't. Um, but I, I'm really big on quotes and Henry Ford once said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're going to be right either way. And I really believe that. I mean, if you go into something expecting it to fail, what's going to give you the motivation to make it succeed? What's going to make you think it can? Um, but if you go into it thinking that you're going to succeed no matter what, you got a pretty good chance. You definitely have to get lucky. Um, but I think the people who work harder and are looking for luck they actually, and, and believe they're lucky, I think they actually do get luckier and have more success than people who don't. Yeah. Have you heard of Naval Rock? Yeah. Yeah, his, his podcast, right? Like There are four kinds of luck. Um, and one of the kinds of luck is, is just being present and just like making a bunch of movement happen. And you're more likely to be lucky if you work hard at it. And I just thought that was a really interesting perspective. And I, I just had a feeling it just sounded like Naval when you were talking right there. Yeah, funny story about Naval. I follow him on Twitter. I don't know if you do. Um, mm -hmm. But his Twitter profile picture is just like a hand-drawn. Yeah. It uh, almost looks kind of like a robot. Uh -huh. And I, to, to date, I never looked him up uh, to see what he actually looked like. And then I did like last week. And I was like, oh, man, that like totally just because it looks nothing like the drawing. It just totally... <laughs> blew up my perspective of him it's like when you uh you hear someone on the radio all the time and you finally look him up and you're like oh my gosh you look nothing like what i thought you'd be like and it kind of ruins it for you mm -hmm. now every time i see naval tweeting i'm just like you don't look like i thought you would yeah I, w I was picturing this buddhist monk that was just like imparting wisdom uh, a little bit maybe uh, that was that was just at least my perspective on him but um i was it's picturing a younger guy I didn't yeah. expect him to be so old. No, seriously. Seriously. He's um he's a really, really wise guy. Um, a lot of a lot of great things you can learn from him. So if you haven't listened to his podcast, definitely go listen to him. Ryan, we've had an amazing conversation so far. I've gotten to know you a little bit better and really gain this newfound appreciation for your work ethic. Um, it's 
cool to hear people talk about someone's work ethic, but to see it in action in the way you live your life, the way you get up, force yourself to do what's painful now, because later on it'll, it'll pay off. And having the confidence in yourself and the process, I think that's really inspirational. Um, I, I want you to kind of reflect back a little bit, going, going back into our conversation with that five or six year old Ryan that wanted to be a construction worker. Think about him and sort of at his core and would he be proud of the way you're living your life today? I, I don't think he would, um, but it's not because I'm just like a big slacker. I just think he wouldn't get it uh, because he's five or six years old. Uh-huh. Um, I think that, you know, hopefully give me five years. I think he will be proud of me because at that point in construction terms, like the building will be built hopefully, or at least bigger than it is now. Uh, but right now it's like, I'm, I'm toiling around in the ground, building the foundation. And I think that a five-year-old would be too young to understand that like, this is really the noble time. Like everyone sees the building when it's fully built and it's beautiful. And they're like, oh my goodness, that's so amazing. Um, but when they're doing all the work to build the foundation underground, no one really sees it. And so they don't, really appreciate it yet so I don't think that he'd be proud of me um, but I think that's just because he'd be five years old and he wouldn't know any better but I think that he will be eventually that's a that's a very interesting take man um, it's really cool to know yourself and to see the work ahead and to know that the work that you're doing the, the groundwork you're laying right now is something that you're going to be proud of your little you will be proud of and something that to keep going and something to strive for and I think that's super admirable super self-aware and to know that you're not there yet but you're you're on your way yeah i've never really thought about is little me proud of me until uh until you asked that it's a it's a weird question for sure on our end we want to share processes and you've shared a lot about it and i want you to look back again just through your life and how it's taken you to from going to undergrad and becoming a mechanical engineer major, but really diverting and going on and doing this thing uh, with the Daily Thread and starting your own company and your journey up to this point and what you see ahead. What, what was one word that could describe your journey to this point? Adapting. And honestly, I, th I think that you asked that in your uh, pre-interview, and I don't know if that's what I said. But as you asked it, that's what came to my mind. And the most um, forward example of that is just school. I was homeschooled until uh, seventh grade, but then from seventh, eighth, ninth, and 10th grade, I went to a different school each one of those years. Wow. And so I just had to keep adapting and keep changing. And eventually I did stay at the one I went to for 10th grade, I graduated from there. Um, but then I, at the end of my college choice, it was either going to be the college right down the street from my high school or University of South Carolina, uh, 600 miles away, which isn't really that far when you think about it. Some people, it's actually the closest of any college that any of my siblings went to. Huh. Um, but again, I, I chose the unfamiliar thing and it's been awesome. And then I chose a, the unfamiliar job at the end which was not at all related to my degree. 
And then a year later, I quit that to go do something, uh, definitely the most unfamiliar thing that I've ever done, which is go try and build up a company and something that can support me financially out of nothing. Um, so yeah, I, adapting, just going into the unknown and figuring it out. I think that we need to have a lot more confidence in our ability to figure it out. I think a lot of people don't think that that's a good plan, but yeah, I think we need a higher confidence in our ability to just figure things out. And you need it. In a sense, you, you need that to happen. It's, it's faith in yourself and faith that what you're doing now is going to be worth it down the road. It's, it's refreshing to me to hear someone talk about their life like that. So Ryan, that's really all we have. I've learned so much from you. Um, I'm, I'm really glad to have been able to connect with you. And really, thank you for inspiring me to get after it in my own endeavors today. Um, did you have any last words to say to me or the crowd? Okay, well, obviously, uh, I'd love you to sign up for my email. It's, I try to make it the most interesting email that you get every day. You can go to the dailythread.co to do that. Um, but on uh, a final note, as far as method goes, I love that you call it method and you talk about uh, process because these things, they are exactly that. They take sometimes a really long time to build. And, um, you know, age old cliche, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Uh, it's really just, if you have a big goal, you have to look at it uh, really small, one step at a time. And the big goal is not done overnight. It's just you not quitting a bunch of times in a row. Um, so people who are successful and left over at the end, uh, they just didn't quit. That's it's really all there is to it. They got They definitely got lucky. Um, but maybe they're not the best. They just didn't quit. And so uh, everyone listening, you, me, because I have to remind myself of this just about every day. Uh, if you're trying to do something, just don't quit a lot. And uh, you'll probably make it there at the end. That was method maker Ryan Sneddon sharing his philosophy on how to reach your goals by doing the hard things well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Method Makers podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming service. That's all for now. But as always, we challenge you to find, live, and share your method today. See you next time.